everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Boring Startup Podcast. My name is Kevin, and on today's episode, I want to talk about the the first attempt at this sawdust principle that we talked about in last episode of what we want to make to apply all the things that we've built and learned uh, in making the stat feeder products. And the, the first attempt at that is going to be creating an e-paper display dev kit. Um, it's a uh, we're going to make this a, a, a B2C or B2M, business to maker play, um, in addition to the B2B stuff that we're working on uh, with the uh, stat feeder technology. But uh, what we've built is essentially an e-paper, uh, a battery-powered e-paper display, and we're choosing to apply that again in the sports and entertainment industry and looking for um, good I'm going to use the word synergy. My goodness, I hate myself so much right now. I hate that word. It's such a corporate word uh, of finding how we can take this technology and use it in that business area. But you might have lots of different um, applications for a connected e-paper display. You might have uh, a weather station as a very popular um, thing to do with these uh, to show you what the weather is for the day. You could have it follow a Twitter account and show you tweets. Uh, messaging. There's lots of different things that you could do. Uh, one of the things that e-paper is becoming very popular in is um, as like a uh, barcode or sale marker in stores. And so instead of having to go around and change, you know, the price tag on something, you can just uh, send out a message and say what was $9.99 is now $8.99 because it's on sale and you don't have to have a human go around and change all those. Obviously, the cost difference between a sticker change, even paying an employee, and an e-paper display is is high, but the cost is coming down. It's always coming down. Technology is eating the world, and so there's lots of different applications that other people might want to do with this, and so um, we're not going to tackle all of them, but we do have a very close, uh, I mean, not close, it is production ready. We're working on the redesign, but um, a production ready e-paper display that you could then take and create a product from. This isn't, you know, a SparkFun or Arduino type dev kit. This is a, a well-designed and thought out kit that you could then modify to uh, have your own product. And, and you would have a very small delta between this and what you would actually make with your product. Whereas, you know, that was one of the big things I learned early in my maker careers. You know, you can prototype something on, on, on an Arduino and show how it works, show it to VCs or whatever, going from an Arduino to an actual production setup, you're not going to use the AT Mega um, in your in your product. You're going to have to change chips. You know, at that point, the prototype and the final product are so different. Like the prototype was good for nothing more than to show the concept. Like you, you have to throw all of it out. And what I'm proposing is a dev kit with this uh, e-paper display that is not throwaway. It is Here's a, a form factor of it, and if you want to just rearrange some things to get a slightly different form factor, you're not going to have to think about all of the stuff to change. You can use the SP32. You can use all the um, components and stuff that we have chosen for the e-paper display and things like that. And so that is, like I said, the first idea that we're going to make. And so it's just just an e-paper development kit. And um, as far as selling it, um, we've done some, well, I say we, me, <laughs> I've done some research on this and, and I really, what sparked this idea was we're, we're talking with companies 
in getting this technology into products that companies are currently making. Like I said, a B2B uh, play. However, we're finding that there's a lot to navigate there in, you know, I always knew what the terms uh, retailer, wholesaler, manufacturer, but I'm getting a much bigger appreciation for how those lanes uh, align and where you want to try to be and how prices are um, are affected based on where you are, whether you're a wholesaler, wholesaler versus a retailer. And um, one of the things that we struggle with is helping uh, companies see you know, the, the uh, companies aren't used to having electronics. The ones that we're working with, again, like I'm not saying no company deals with electronics, but in some of this sport and entertainment arena, this is very new and the cost structure is kind of hard to uh, swallow, frankly, for a lot of them because of, you know, what they sell an existing product for, what they want to sell a, you know, quote, smart product for and the cost you know, if you're at the very back end of that as a manufacturer, you have to sell it at a low enough price that the uh, wholesaler can mark it up, sell it to the retailers, the retailers can mark it up and sell it to the end user. And so you've got to be so low in price if you're way back there. But as you move up that chain, oh, now you're going to be the wholesaler, uh, you can sell it for a little bit more, but still less than at retail. And then if you want to be the retailer, you've got to, all of the um, baggage that comes with being a retailer. You have to package it up for the end user. You've got support and all that, all these other things that you don't have to worry about if you're farther back in the supply chain. And the, the research that I've done on this, um, sorry, that, that wasn't a tangent. That was pricing is hard based on where you are in that chain. However, um, with the research that I've done, Kits very similar to the hardware that we've already built for StatFeeder are selling for sixty to seventy dollars um, through various maker platforms, things like Tindy and, and other sites. And so I, I feel like having researched that for several hours, looking through kits from different sites, that's really kind of the price point of the hardware that I've already built. Um, and and again, it's it's retail in the sense I'd be selling direct to consumers. However, it's not retail in the sense that um, you're expected to provide, you know, a product warranty. I would warranty, you know, the kits from defect or anything like that, but there's no expectation of like customer support in, let's say, a perfect example, getting this connected to my home Wi-Fi. When you're selling it to a maker or a um, a startup or something that's looking to prototype, they're not going to call you and say, I can't get it connected to my router. Um, that's a, that is a responsibility they inherently accept in buying it because it is, you know, quote, a dev kit. It's not a polished product. Whereas the puck, I send that out. People expect to be able to connect that and any problems with that, they're calling me. Um, and so it's kind of a way to be in retail, but not fully in retail. And so it's kind of a cool space. We can sell them, uh, for a, a, a decent profit margin and not have to worry about uh, a lot of the, uh, added burden that you have when you're going direct to consumer or even as we're finding out going further back in that chain manufacturing and uh, wholesaler and so I, I feel like this is a, a way to test this idea of the sawdust we already have it it's just a matter of 
Again, we're still working on that ESP32 redesign that, again, if you're interested, I am streaming on Twitch. You can follow along and see all of the detail, probably too much detail of what goes into creating something like this. But that is the first, that's the quickest way to test this idea of finding another revenue stream for the, the work we've already put in to the platform, uh, in addition to all of the B2B efforts that we're making. And so um, it's just the, you know, the classic, the more revenue streams, the better. Not always, you know, if, if you try and tackle too many things at once, uh, that can be a recipe for disaster. But I, I feel at least so far, and you know, that's why I'm sharing it. I'll keep you updated if this changes. I feel like right now they align really closely. I'm already doing the redesign to ESP32. We're already building the hardware uh, for pucks and and actually a couple of other things that um, potential uh, business partners are asking for. And so it's not really out of the lane that we're already driving in. And it's just a different, uh, I mean, essentially it's a different distribution channel. I guess that's the best way to think of it. We're already making this stuff. Uh, we're, we're looking to sell it through B2B channels. And this just happens to be a B2C channel that uh, we'd like to explore and see how it works out. And so uh, that is, again, the, the first step in this uh, sawdust experiment. I keep calling it that. I don't know what else to, to really refer to it as. And so um, I will keep you updated on that. Uh, I I think we're going to call it. That's going to be the episode for today. Just just wanted to let everybody know what we're doing there and where we're headed. And so um, I appreciate everybody that's listening. Uh, I've picked up you know quite a few listeners. Uh, I don't know where you're coming from. And so if you're if you've made it this far into this episode and you're new to the podcast or even a longtime listener, but you've never reached out, now's the time. I want to hear from you. Reach out to me, let me know who you are, uh, where you're listening from, how you found me, and what you think of the content. I, I would just I would love to to connect with more of you. Uh, and Kudos to those that have reached out. I've said this in several episodes and I've had people reach out and email. Thank you so much. And if you're still listening, uh, I appreciate uh, you being a, a loyal follower of the podcast. So uh, that's going to do it for today's episode. And um, I hope everybody has an amazing week weekend whenever you end up uh, catching this episode. And uh, oh, I almost forgot contact information. Uh, you can reach me on Twitter at Kevin Sidwar, on Instagram at SidwarKD. Again, we're streaming on Twitch, username Kevin Sidwar. You can find me there. And then as always, through email for the old the, the OGs out there, Kevin at Sidwar.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful day or weekend.